in the uh, in the booth now in the uh, Leading Edge Physio Broadcast Center by uh, President and CEO Len Rhodes. Hey, Len, how are you? Great. You more late? Let's, uh, let's try that one. Well, is that better? Oh, there yeah, we go. Better. There now, we go. Yeah. now we can hear you. Now we can hear you. Busy week for you. Uh, busy couple of weeks for you. First thing I want to touch on is uh, uh, the 50-50 experience, which uh, for one uh, couple, and I love the story, long-time season ticket holders, uh, they got engaged at the Brickfield at yeah. Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, it, it turned out to be a great story, a great, fin- great story and a great finish to the story. It was uh, picture-perfect uh, with a young couple like that they have a two-year-old child and yes he proposed to her in 2011 on our field apparently uh, they both met uh, playing flag football together and uh, ended up getting married and they're avid eskimo fans to take home uh, four hundred and thirty-five thousand nine hundred nineteen dollars and fifty cents tax-free is, uh, is incredible but so great but what's also exciting about that is that the other half of the money goes towards amateur football and even prior to this year just in the last five years we were calculating we've uh, donated 2.8 million dollars to amateur football in central northern alberta and uh plus what we're making this year so fans who are buying these tickets yes it's the thrill of uh, hopefully winning the uh, the lottery but when you don't win, you know that half of your funds literally go towards uh, developing football. It's just a great story. So it's more than one winner in this whole thing, which is great. The entire football community wins, which is which is fantastic. And those those resources get used. And it's you know you think about minor football, but it's it's the Huskies, it's the Wildcats, it's the Golden Bears, it's uh, it's everybody who gets a share of it. Football, Alberta, and everything, right? It's a great story. And actually, uh, when that amount was coming out, we're here in Hamilton, and Scott Mitchell, the president of this club was texting me that night and says, wow, love the crowd. So he was watching it on television, love the crowd, and that 50-50 jackpot's awesome. So there is a buzz across this league, and when I get together at the governors, they're always asking, what is it about the 50-50 in Edmonton? We all know there's something in Alberta in general when it comes to 50-50 that puts us in our own league, but Edmonton specifically in football, in um, hockey, curling, whenever we have big events, people are stepping up, and uh, that's quite an amount. And uh, the last record was broke was us three years ago. We broke our own record, and uh, we'll see what happens in the future. And just in reference, the the next night, the Hamilton game here, they had 26,000 as their jackpot, which is nothing to sneeze <laughs> at, but it just kind of puts everything into perspective. And for, for sure. clarity, I think that's the total jackpot, so oh. the take-home is 13. Because most uh, cities quote the total. Yeah. Uh, what people should realize is the number we put on that Jumbotron is actually what you take home. Yeah. So there's double that amount in the whole pool. And the other thing we should say, too, there are different different laws in Ontario yes. too and it just kind of slows the whole process down here so it's not that they don't want to be involved it's just they have things working against them so but when I lived out here in the east I Jesus you can make more money at bingo than you would at a 50 <laughs> 50 I never bought a 50 50 living in Montreal or Toronto it just wasn't uh, on the radar the moment I moved to Edmonton saw what was happening in junior hockey then we automated the system immediately in my first year in 2012 and it's so cool. And again, when we gave the checkout this week to have some of the young kids that are benefiting from the uh, funds, seeing that they're getting into a, a team sport, they're getting their exercise, their parents uh, saying they're learning about team values. It's all great values that you take with you when you become an adult. Hopefully some of those youngsters, uh, you know, keep developing and play for the Eskimos one day and stay in the community forever. See, I thought that was a nice touch that members of the Huskies, Wildcats were at the news conference. And, and this is the other half of the benefit for 50-50. Yes, great great couple. They get, like you say, big-time tax-free money. But here's the players that get to reap the benefits of that as well. And why it works in Edmonton is is that's why it works is because people see that 
and Edmonton's such a community-oriented yes. city. You know, the volunteerism is we're going to find out in Grey yes. Cup 2018 in yeah. Edmonton. It's going to be huge. But is that is that it, you think? Because you travel everywhere. Yeah. Is Edmonton just a community-minded place that people just rally around a cause? There's no doubt. I've lived uh, in three major cities um, here in Canada. Edmonton is the leader when it comes to community. Um, that's why I fell in love with Edmonton the moment I moved in 2011 from Eastern Canada. Every city has its own great story, but when I think about Edmonton, it's about absolutely, David's community. We see it in all facets, people volunteering time, giving money to causes, stepping up in so many ways, and at the end of the day, when you're in Edmonton, your neighbor is there to help you, whatever the situation is. We saw when uh, Fort McMurray in Northern Alberta, the same thing, everyone steps up and comes together and it's not always a, hopefully a, d a disaster that takes people to get together because every single day in Edmonton I think it's the blue collar roots and it's the genuine just down to earth spirit of what goes on and uh, that's a Jesus I love Edmonton. Uh, it kind of on a related note, the CFL this week announced they're stepping up like they did for Fort McMurray and the fire there, stepping up for the forest fires in BC and have made a $50,000 donation yes. uh, to the Red Cross. And again, that's part of what the CFL has to do and wants to do is just be a part of the be a part of the community. Yeah, Matt Maycheck, who's the communications uh, vice president of CFL office, wrote me asking, Len, can you remind me what we did for Fort McMurray last year? I gave him the uh, summary and they uh, said, well, that sounds like a good formula. They worked with BC. They reached out to all the teams. I think within minutes, all of us, all the teams said absolutely we're there. And that's another example of community. At some points, our community is a larger community. And uh, whoever's in need, we've got to be there. And, and kudos to the CFL. All nine teams right away saying absolutely yes, no questions asked. Randy Ambrosi's only been on the job for a couple of weeks. He's had a couple of hot-button topics to deal with already. Uh, yeah. Give me your impression of, of him, and, and have you had many uh, much of an opportunity to talk with him yet? I yeah. know he's coming to Edmonton next week, right? He sure is. So he's coming on Thursday. So I've not met Randy in person yet, but he's handled everything so well. He's been so well-received. It's great to have the football background and the business background and uh, – Seems to be a real down-to-earth guy. Uh, he's coming Thursday. He, we're going to be spending a little bit of time in the afternoon, actually one-on-one. -on -one. I'll be showing him the five-year plan that we developed. He wants to see what everyone's doing. I think he's uh, planning on covering all nine teams within his uh, first three or four weeks on the job, and he's certainly on a good uh, pace to do that. I look so forward to sharing what we're doing, but also giving my insights in terms of what I think we can do at the uh, CFL office to bring all nine teams together so that we're successful as a group. Uh, it's going to be great. He'll be uh, meeting the media next Friday and uh, be spending uh, basically the full day here, uh, here being in Edmonton uh, next week, and I look forward to it. How was your Habitat with Humanity experience this last week? Oh, well, there's so many great causes, but Habitat for Humanity, when you actually literally see the benefit that's being driven through a project like that. President Carter was there. I was asked to, uh, I was honored to be asked to go give the group devotion. There were seven to 800 volunteers that morning. It was the Tuesday morning. And uh, got to address the group and talked about the Edmonton Eskimos community ownership and the model and how that translates. But really, I, I took the opportunity to thank everyone doing what they do. Because sometimes people just need that lucky break to have that break that cycle. They may not have that opportunity to have a house, uh, never mind an apartment. And uh, it gives them an opportunity. They have to be vested, though. They have to participate, donate hours, not only in their own project, but they have to commit to doing things in the future. Phenomenal. It was like a little community. So many homes being built uh, all at once. It was, uh, I think, Edmonton's largest project for Habitat. 
And uh, the night of our game last Friday, 700 came out to our game from the Habitat uh, Project, uh, mostly volunteers. It's just a beautiful connection, and I attended the gala, and it was just a wonderful thing. And it literally, so many companies stepping up, and that's wonderful because they bring construction materials, but it's the people that donate the time that bring the true spirit of what Habitat's about. Well, and, and Alfred Nikolai is just a fantastic person. I've had a chance to meet him yes. a few times uh, uh, doing some remotes in the past at the at the Restore. And uh, he's, he, you know, you want to talk about great Edmontonians, Alfred Nikolai, I think, is an unsung hero in that city. Oh, you're not kidding. I, he is uh, spectacular, and it's just a genuine uh, devotion to what he does. Uh, so happy, and everything they did all week long, it's helped elevate the awareness for them as well uh, in terms of uh, what they do in Edmonton, because sometimes we take these things for granted and this to, to be at the stature what they accomplished to have the president uh, Jimmy Carter come and he was hands all hands on deck I saw him working on staircases it's incredible he says he's not as fast as he was when he was younger but the fact that a president former president comes and does that you know this guy's the real thing well he he was admitted into the hospital in winnipeg for dehydration yes and then once he got out he went right back to the job yeah. site i believe yeah. and he's been he's been working for them for a long time and doing wow. great work for sure yeah he's uh he's definitely somebody something somebody everybody could look up to that was the question i was going to ask you uh we had a, a president and a king in town did you talk to either jimmy carter or garth brooks <laughs> garth brooks i i passed him along one of the houses and he was literally carrying construction material and no one was bothering them that's what they liked about it and uh Garth Brooks actually showed up that later that evening or later in the week at the gala they called the housewarming party and uh, there were two paintings one of him one of his wife and he donated $25,000 to get the auction going on his own painting uh, he's just uh, kind-hearted and to think you know after all those great concerts that he performed yeah. in Edmonton then he comes back doing what he wants to do goes under the radar as much as a guy like that can be under the radar but no wonder people love him he's just the real deal all right, uh, how are we doing for, uh, should be a big game uh, Friday night at Commonwealth uh, on the brick field. The uh, BC Lions coming to town could be a game for first place. Well, let's hope so. Uh, we're on a good roll. Uh, you know, uh, anything can happen in any game in the CFL, but uh, look forward to it. And so far, so happy that the fans have been turning out. Uh, we have the highest attendance so far this season. Last week was 36,260. Let's keep that great momentum going. And I have to say, in the first two home games, uh, the atmosphere has been... Yes. Phenomenal. Yes. You know, and for Morley and I, this perspective can be a little skewed because we got headsets and we're doing our thing. But I have no, I have noticed, especially the last week, in that last three minutes, the crowd was phenomenal. And really, it was more than that. It was throughout the whole game. I agree. And I think when you start the season that way and sets the pace, of course, winning helps. But even when I'm uh, sending a text to uh, Coach Moss, congratulations again on last night's win. He goes, just tell everyone how much the, f the crowd means to us. They really feel it. They sense it. And all things being equal, that's home field advantage for you. I wanted to ask you again because we'll never get a chance to experience it because we're on the air 90 minutes, two hours before the game. How's the tailgating going? I know you've got a whole new section outside uh, there. How's that going? It's phenomenal. So last year we started with... Uh, tailgating as a test with a, I think it was 28 spots. We didn't really talk about it because we want to make sure that it was done right and uh, you don't want to foul it up because we've been allowed to do this by the city so far so great. This year we expanded. Uh, we're at 80 spots and I walked through there in game one. It is a party. It's a lot of fun, a lot of smiling faces and it's the culture of football. People have been asking for that. Hopefully one day all of our park, now we don't have that many parking spots, but all of them one day if they could all be part of the tailgating thing, but so far so great. 
I invite anyone to just walk through it. It's on the west side of the stadium. It's just something to see, and uh, you'll be offered a burger or a hot dog as you go through, or maybe that's a glass bug, of water. That's what's bugging me most. People are tweeting me pictures of hamburgers and hot dogs and saying, come down and have one, but I can't do it. So it it's phenomenal. Uh, that's, that's great to see because it's. I know everybody's worked hard to get that going yeah. in Edmonton. There's been some, some restrictions and stuff. Now, so in the last game, some of them were abandoning their barbecues and running to get a 50-50 yeah. ticket, so there were some overkick burgers yeah. and cooked burgers that night. <laughs> uh, Len Rhodes, Eskimos president and CEO. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you dropping by. Thanks, Morley. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Len. All right. We're